Well, it was an amazing start to the AFLW final series with three of the lower-ranked teams on the ladder winning in in round one of the finals. Sydney defeated the Gold Coast. North Melbourne thrashed the Demons. And in a thriller on Saturday, the Brisbane Lions defeated the minor premiers by Adelaide at Norwood. That means they got a week off and a home preliminary final against either Melbourne or Geelong. And their coach, Craig Starsevich, has been good enough to join us this afternoon. Craig, and congratulations on the win on Saturday. Thanks, Jules. Thanks for having us. Absolute pleasure. Looking at, uh, if you didn't see the game and you just look at some of the key numbers, you probably thought Brisbane don't win that game, but the girls showed a lot of guts and determination to somehow pull that one out. Yeah, they did. We um, we had a, a fair control of the game for probably the first one and a half quarters without necessarily hammering away on the scoreboard, but um, we probably let them back in. At the back end of the second quarter, um, and then they were all over us with pressure early in the third quarter. It looked like it was really going to slip away from us. So for our crew to find something and steady the ship and, and you know, um, eventually uh, get, a, get a couple of late goals in the third quarter and then the first one of the last, it was um, very, very pleasing. I was listening to your post-match press conference, and did you say that their pressure rating in that early in that third term was up at 280, yeah, it was ridiculous. Is that, has um, that ever been the, done before? The, the live numbers that were coming through um, were um, pretty alarming, actually, how well Adelaide <laughs> were going in that department. So, um, yeah, that's that's extremely high. What was yours in the first term? Because 31 tackles to 15 in the first term alone. So I'm, you must have been mm. delighted with the way the girls started, particularly that aspect of the game. Yeah, that's the key part of the way we play generally, but it's even more heightened when you're playing big games or finals. So, yeah, that, that has to be high for us um, to be competitive. So that's a, that's a key part of the way we play, which I don't think is any secret to anyone. But, um, yeah, we, we think it's an important part of finals footy. So what was going on in the coach's box early in that third term, uh, Craig? You're down on the score, but as you say, their pressure is absolutely off the charts. Was there any changes you made that you think helped? Or what... How were you able to sort of get the game back on an even keel? And then obviously it, it went literally almost down to the last kick of the game. Yeah, well, surprisingly, not much from us really in terms of structure. It was uh, more or less trusting the people that we had in and around the contest to to rest it back in our favour, which eventually they did. So um, so from that point of view, it was very pleasing that it, was, it sort of happened on ground. Um, but yeah, I guess... Um, you know, when the ball spends a lot of time in your back half and a lot of our leadership group are in the back half, that actually, um, you know, you some chance to actually hold things up and steady it and then um, then get moving a little bit yourself when you've got the leaders in that part of the ground. But from our point of view, there wasn't there wasn't numbers behind the ball or anything like that. It was, um, it was and, and Adelaide were kicking in, into a slight breeze at that point too. So if anything, we wanted to keep um, and even sort of spread of numbers across the ground to capitalise when we do, you know, did go forward. Been a Brisbane Lions AFLW coach Craig Starsevich. Brisbane now just one win away from their fifth AFLW grand final. Uh, first quarter, have you seen many better goals than what we saw from Allero Dwyer from that left forward pocket? It was a good one. Yeah, she um, scooped to that. When, when she's clean at ground level like that, she's um, she's normally pretty good. So, uh, no, it was a good one. She uh, picked it up and in a couple of steps just... Uh, I haven't asked her whether our, one of our rules is probably put it to best spot, um, which is which is normally top of the goal square jewels from that spot. But uh, I haven't asked her yet whether she was having a ping or whether she was trying to centre it. It's funny how you don't ask the question when it goes through for a goal, doesn't it? 
If you kicked it out on the full, if you kicked it out on the full, you might have asked a different question. We we generally have one of those a week, to be honest. So um, I always say that you know the forwards either take responsibility and kick those, or if you miss or it doesn't work out, we have every right to ask the question. So we go back a couple of weeks, Craig. Uh, you lost, you know, comfortably against the Saints. Since then, you, you've you've knocked off Melbourne, got the double chance, and then gone over to Adelaide and and beat the Crows on their home deck. Was much said after that result against St Kilda. Did you have to tweak a few things because the last two weeks have been exceptional? Uh, a little bit, yeah. We we um, the, the week prior to St Kilda, St Kilda played very well. So we we were they were coming off a bad loss to Frio in Perth the week before. We were coming off a high of beating Adelaide here the week before in a, on a pretty hot day in Brisbane. So I reckon we're at two different ends of um, emotion and, and you know physical preparedness, I guess, for the following week. Um, so I reckon that played a part. Cathy Spark and Sophie Conway didn't play that game, so that also played a part. It was a windy day, which would have suited Cath down to the ground a little bit. So um, there were a few things that played a part there. So... Well, yeah, not not anywhere near our standard. That that's for sure. But St Kilda, nothing. You know, don't take anything away from the way they played, which was exceptional. Um, but yeah, we were we were coming into the last round with um, not much room for error, and um, fortunately, we we found a good effort against Melbourne. Absolutely, and uh, you signed a new two year deal yourself last week. So suddenly, this uh, this coaching game is pretty easy. A couple of big wins and new two year deal, and you're flying. Mm, it's never easy. <laughs> um, there's always something going on. So, um, yeah, we've, we've now got, you know, the last three weeks of the season and, and we quickly move into sign and trade and draft. So it's, it's all going to happen pretty quickly before Christmas comes around. Absolutely. Uh, did, how much of the other final? I'm not sure how many of the other finals you got to see. Um, were you a bit stunned with what happened at uh, Princess Park yesterday? With uh, not the North Melbourne won necessarily, but but with how comfortably they won. Uh, a little bit, yeah, a little bit, a little bit surprised how well they did it. They, they looked fantastic, North, but um, similar blueprint to the week before. I think they, they probably saw what worked for us and and went to school on that a little bit by the looks of things, but. Uh, there's not much between all, you know, that that top four group, and and now even Geelong and Sydney. You know, that's it's a, it's going to be a very very tight last three weeks of the season because there is not much separating the six of us. Yeah, which is absolutely great for the competition. Just interested in what you said post match that uh, sort of initially before the finals began. I'll get you to explain it for me. You said you wouldn't have minded to go the long way through the finals if you had to play all four weeks. What what was sort of the rationale? behind that thinking, and, and I think, as you said on Saturday, you've, you've quickly changed your opinion now that that's not the way you're going. Oh, only, yeah, only because in, um, you know, we had a couple come into the game and thankfully get through, but they came in for, with little bits and pieces and, and Bree rolled her ankle and got a bang in the head um, late in the game as well. So just, just bits and pieces like that that you just start to think that, you know, it would be nice just to recuperate. Um, but... Our season, having the three losses on the way through and a few people in and out for various reasons, that we we sort of lack continuity throughout the 10 games. So I, I, I did think that 14 games, you know, if you're lucky enough to play them all, would be good. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm happy to take the week off this week, um, I'm, you know, and, and go the quick way through to the prelim. You mentioned you've had quite a few changes to the team throughout the year and that, uh, you know, lack of... Continuity. Do you think that resulted in a couple of games where 
you, you dropped that you probably shouldn't have dropped? Uh, that's looking from the outside. That's what it looks like. But um, you know, we 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 played Richmond round one, who was super, and they had everyone available that day, and they they were really good. Um, North, uh, sorry, uh, the Collingwood game, we p- probably kicked really poorly, but again, they had everyone up and about, and they played exceptionally well that night. St Kilda, we let ourselves down a bit there, so they've all had different reasons behind them, um, but. Uh, yeah, I don't necessarily think it's about um, disrespecting the level of the opposition at all. I just think it's every game's had its own little story. You've been in this position before, where you've had the week off before a prelim. How do you how do you handle? Do you have a real tough, couple of tough sessions? How do you, how do you sort of work out the next couple of weeks? Uh, we, we it's a good opportunity early in the week just to to get things right. So people that need a a change of um, change of program, they'll they'll get that. But by the end of the week, we like to do some decent match play. So that's that's probably the way we'll go this time as well. From the competition wide standpoint, is there a little bit of disappointment amongst whether it's the coaches, whether it's the girls, or everyone that that the league fell just short of that trigger to to get an extra match next year, get twelve instead of eleven? Um, I. I hadn't been watching that very closely because I actually, I actually thought that was for um, down the track, like in a in a couple of years' time, if we ever wanted to get from twelve to thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, you know. But um, but I understand it now, and and um, I don't know. It's a, it's a that that was a pretty um, uh, hasty benchmark to put on public us clubs, whatever, to drum up enough support uh, support to get people to come to the footy um, to get more than the 11 games next year. So um, I'm, I'm not surprised that we didn't quite make it, but I've, I have been pretty happy with the regular crowd of somewhere between three and 4,000 that we pulled to Brighton Homes Arena here in Brisbane. So that's that's been pretty healthy. The, some of the finals crowds, the one at Geelong yesterday, the one at um, Carlton, was was they look really good, healthy crowds. We had a good sort of 5,000 or so at Norwood on Saturday. So it, that, that looked pretty good from a... Um, from a spectacle point of view, and it was certainly great atmosphere at Norwood on, on Saturday as well. But um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know whether that that's, that that trigger to have more games is is putting is is sort of taking the pressure away from head office a bit and putting it on the club. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure that's the right way to go. Yeah, was it a slightly unrealistic target? Do you think? Um. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I, one thing I do know is that we're all responsible um, for getting people to watch the footy. And honestly, like the, some of the people that I know in my in my world that maybe watched AFLW in its first couple of years and have never gone back, well, you, you're missing out on something that's completely different and a, and a very entertaining and high quality spectacle. So um, I, I sort of throw my arms up at those people who haven't come back to watch because. Um, mind you, there are a lot of people that have hung around for the yep. journey and, and we're all sort of uh, enjoying what we're seeing right now. I, I firmly believe we've got the best female athletes playing our sport at the moment when I look across the country. Um, bit of a bold statement, but mm-hmm. I reckon I reckon we've got them now. So um, the product's just going to keep getting better and better. How much, do you, how much has it improved just from last season to this season, do you think? Oh, enormously. I mean, there, there's another six months of 
of uh, of physical growth, of of technical improvement, tactical improvement. There's you, you watch every club in the competition now. Like we've had two um, uh, two teams, uh, Essendon and, and uh, Sydney, play their first final series, um, having joined the comp, um, you know, probably a bit over a year ago. So um, it's it's um, it's pretty incredible that, that those two clubs in particular have been able to make such rapid improvement. People will argue about draws and all that sort of stuff, having a role in that, but you've still got to win the games you play. Um, so well done to them, and it's healthy for our competition. Um, Geelong keep improving, which is fantastic for the comp as well. So, um, yeah, and, and Gold Coast in our market have been super this year. So, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm seeing it from probably my lens up here in Queensland that we've got two very strong clubs mm. in the comp. Um, and, um, you know, I, I, I think... Um, and, and mind you, we got beaten by teams 9th, 10th and 11th on the ladder. So what does that tell you as well? Like there's, there's good depth in our competition right now. Yeah, which is great for the competition. Just one more before I let you go on, on your girls. We know in any sporting competition, what happens during the regular season doesn't really matter that much. It's all about peaking at the right time. With the results over the last two weeks, does it feel like that's what's happening with you with your team? Uh, not really. <laughs> um, it would it, be nice to say yes, but I I, I never feel like it's uh, heading that way. We're, we've even even looking at the vision on the weekend. There are times there we were pretty lucky. Um, so there's there's some lots of elements to our game that are just a constant work in progress. But um, you know, if it pans out that way, it pans out that way. But I, I always think there's a lot to do. And what do you do this weekend? Do you come down and have a look? Uh, I'm thinking about it. Yeah, probably on the Sunday to come. It's a good opportunity to come down. You always get a bit more out of a game when you watch it live. So yeah, that's a that's a possibility. Beautiful. Well, Craig, uh, well done again. Through to another prelim final, just one win away from another AFLW Grand Final. Uh, can't wait to see who you play in the prelim and whoever it is. Good luck. Good on you, Jules. Thanks, mate.